0: Hello everybody and welcome to in depth presented by the San Antonio Express News. My name is Luis Vasquez, and I'll be your host as we bring in journalists to give us an inside perspective into the stories they bring to the Express News each week. Today I'm joined by columnist Mike Finger to talk about the latest comments from Spurs coach Greg Popovich. Welcome to the show, Mike. It's good to have you. Good good to be here. Um uh, in a in a serious podcast for there, for change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's be serious for once, Mike. <laughs> yes. From our uh, undisclosed locations. Right. If you don't know, Mike Finger hosts the Spurs Insider Podcast. Uh, how long have you been covering the Spurs or sports in general, Mike?
1: Well, I came to the Express News at the very end of the last millennium, the last month of 1999. I guess that's that's a full year before the end of the millennium if we want to get into specifics. But yeah, I've been in the sports department that long, not covering the Spurs all the way through it, but for, for most of it. So I've uh, I've been around, unfortunately.
0: Unfortunately. <laughs> uh, well, my my first question is, this isn't the first time Greg Popovich has been vocal about politics or anything, social justice. What made this sort of different?
1: That's that's really the key to the news of the week, Luis. Most people listening to this, most people who read our newspaper, our website, are aware of Greg Popovich's leanings in the world of politics um that it's come up um just just to kind of review he he didn't speak out on on much of this stuff prior to maybe 2015 really before 2016 before donald trump became the republican nominee for president and even though most people who knew greg popovich knew that he probably leaned a little more left than right He didn't make a big deal about that. He he was very much over the past four or five years, I guess upset about some of the things that candidate Trump, then President Trump, had did. And so he he was kind of vocal about that and became known for that not only in San Antonio, but nationwide. I mean, reporters ask him these questions because people are interested in it. And I know there are listeners who to say that they don't care what a basketball coach thinks. And that's fair, that's, that's understandable to not care what a basketball coach thinks about politics. But a lot of people do, um, especially people, players in the league kind of feel um, comforted to know that someone in a position of power is thinking about their interests. So this has been this is a long way of answering your question but this has been something that he's done for quite a while. And and what made it different this week was usually he he reserves his ire for politicians, for people in power in the political realm. And this week in response to a question from a it was a USA Today reporter who asked him about the death of Dante Wright in Minnesota. Popovich started out answering that question. You know, he, you could tell that this wasn't his typical kind of spiel about what's going on in the world. He was clearly affected by this death. He was talking about the death of Black men and women. Uh, that led into his... I, th- I think like a lot of people when they start thinking about one thing that leads into other things that they're kind of upset about. And so this... Gravitated into the the controversy, the what Popovich calls and 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 people in the news call the big lie about how the election was stolen. He saw it all as inter- interconnected, and at the end of it, as he's he's clearly seething, he's he's getting more worked up as he as as he answers this question, and at the end, he goes where he's never been before, and that is when he says that we need to find out whether there's anybody in the in the NBA. Are there? are there owners in the NBA who are funding people who are perpetuating lies about elections, about, I think he he brought the police into this. And that was interesting because another thing that most people have realized for a while, but haven't talked a lot about, is that Greg Popovich, one of the most outspoken progressive voices in the NBA, works for a basketball organization that is owned by shareholders who donate pretty heavily to republican sources. This is this is something that we hadn't really written a whole lot about before because the the Holt family that owns most of the Spurs shares they don't talk and they have been perfectly fine letting uh, Greg Popovich say whatever he wants to say as well, far was- as, as, as go ahead
0: no well that was, that was exactly going to be my next question is it, has he ever received pushback from the from ownership in any kind of way
1: I've asked pop this question a couple of times over the years because of this this really complicated weird dynamic and that he's he's making these statements uh, that go against some of the contributions that the holtz have made and I've asked him have, have you ever been told to cool it on on Donald Trump or on any of the po- political stuff. And he has insisted repeatedly, they've never said a word to me. Th- we're recording this on Thursday, Wednesday evening before the game in Tampa on his pregame Zoom. Uh, my colleague, Tom Orsborn, asked Greg Popovich a couple of things that kind of follow up on the column that I wrote. Um, first of all, he asked how he felt about Spurs shareholders donating to not only Donald Trump, but Juliana Holt, who is no longer the chairwoman, but still obviously the, the, the organization is still in the family. She donated as recently as this past December, according to um, public records, to not only Donald Trump, but to the Georgia Senate candidates um, on the Republican side. When Tom asked him how he felt about that, you know, he didn't really shy away from it. He, he, he said, You know, he didn't he didn't call them out personally, but he he said he he found it hard to believe why anyone would donate um, here or in other states um, to anyone who was perpetuating the idea that the election was stolen. Um, Tom also asked directly again, like I've asked him before, have have the Holtz or have the owners ever told you to uh, to tone down the commentary? And he said, again, no, the, the Holtz have been perfect on that. They've never told me to be quiet. The, the reason this part is new is that he's kind of ag- both acknowledging that there's a difference of opinion within the organization and also kind of calling it out. And I think Greg Popovich would be one of the first to tell you that he's totally appreciative of all the support he's received over the years from the Holt family. Okay. First, Peter M. Holt, who was the first chairman, then his wife, Juliana Han Holt. Who was the chairwoman, and now their son Peter J. Holt has taken over. Another thing to add to this, Luis, is Peter Peter J. Holt, the son, is now the chairman. I have been told by people in the organization that he is the boss now. The parents are kind of out of the out of the picture. And Peter J. Holt, from from what I gather, is kind of his own man. And this isn't to say, I'm not going to say one way or the other, which way he leans politically, but when the Spurs did their, um, Spurs voices, Spurs voices last summer, following the George Floyd death, um, it was a really powerful series of videos that players did. It was people who worked in the ticket office, all talking about kind of racial issues and what black men and women, what, what people of color, what white people, um, how how you they kind of navigate this in in today's society and if you haven't seen them I'd recommend them. Well, Peter J. Holt did one of those videos, and you know this isn't his mother, this isn't his father, but he is the chairman, uh, the the co CEO of the Spurs Sports and Entertainment, and yet he was very kind of introspective and thoughtful and acknowledged that um, you know we have a lot of work to do and yeah it can come off as kind of cliche and I'm probably not doing it. it Justice here, but it, it was clear that he wanted to be on that side. He wanted to show kind of interest in the idea of social justice and, and overcoming uh, systemic racism and things like that. So we don't know where he stands. The Holtz don't do interviews. Um, this is one way that he, the, the younger Holtz, and, and and Peter John's sister is also on the board. They don't talk publicly. Just like their parents don't talk pub- publicly. They, don't, they did not respond to what Greg Popovich said this week about political donations in the NBA. But it it, it does bring up um, just a new kind of facet to this story that we've all been hearing about for years about Greg Popovich and his political leanings.
0: The quote you have in your article from Peter holt it's, uh, I must listen and learn now more than ever. As an organization, mm-hmm. we believe we could do more to address the systemic racism in our society and we embrace this opportunity. So, if I, I mean, I don't want to read too much into it, but it seems like they're letting Greg Popovich be the, the voice for the, the Spurs organization. Is that a fair assessment?
1: I I think that... Okay, so another thing to bring up here is after this column ran, there's the typical feedback that you would expect. Some of it positive, some of it negative. And a, a, a common trope, a common theme in the negative uh, emails that I received about this is, doesn't anybody with the Spurs realize that Greg Popovich is ruining the organization? And when will someone with the organization tell Pop to shut up? I, I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't think that anyone, even all the way up to the Holtz, think that he's doing this organization harm. And And regardless of what you might think about specific criticisms that Popovich has. I think as a whole, the organization is on the side of the quote you just read from Peter John Holt about how they embrace the opportunity to address these issues. It brings up some complicated things whenever Juliana Holt does donate to uh, what Greg Popovich would label the other side. But I, I, I do think that they are fine letting Greg Popovich speak. They're fine letting Lonnie Walker, you know, name your player. Greg Popovich is not the only person with the Spurs who speaks out. A lot of, a lot of players speak on, on social issues. And I think the Spurs are, are comfortable with that and, and actually encourage that as an organization. The, the, the other thing to, to hit on here, and this, this comes from emails too. You know, people say Greg Popovich needs to go. He's 72 years old. And he's going to coach Team USA in the Olympics this year. Assuming the Olympics go off, like this, this might work itself out <laughs> for people who are dying for Greg Popovich to leave. Like I, I'm not breaking news here. This is something that I've written before. This is something that a lot of people have kind of speculated about. Um, the uh, the natural conclusion to Greg Popovich's coaching career would be to fulfill his dream of coaching Team USA. And it, it, it was supposed to happen last summer. The pandemic changed, changed that. And, and, and I'm not saying it's guaranteed. I'm not saying it's, it's, it's 90%. I'm not putting a number on it. But it would not surprise me at all if Greg Popovich coaches Team USA this summer. That's the end of his career. And then the Spurs move on. And then, and then fans don't have to rail about uh, the coach's political screeds anymore
0: when um the lakers uh when genie bus took over from Jim bus there was a change in the organization too maybe by i, I just see that quote from the younger quote, holt. yes from the younger holt as say as tacit approval of what what uh greg popovich has been doing very vocally
1: i i, I would i would agree with that i would also say that and and this is this is Kind of touchy stuff, Luis, and it's 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 hard to 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 kind of land firmly on one side or the other because on the one let, let's just say for for speculation that Peter John Holt completely disagrees with his mother about all of these issues. Well, he sort of inherited the business, and you're you he kind of can't absolve himself even as much as he'd mm-hmm. like to of these donations that the family continues to make, you know, and and that's really the only time he's, he's spoken on this is during that video. And maybe that's enough. I'm not, I'm not here to judge Peter, Peter J. Holt. I, you know, he's got bigger problems than I can imagine. I'm I'm sure don't do interviews like you
0: said. So that's really the only thing we have to go on.
1: That's all. That's the one thing we have to go on. So I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say here is, that's great if he's going to be supportive behind the scenes, and by all accounts, he is. But he also has to kind of understand that unless he's really out there either refuting or criticizing the donations that his family has made, or totally supporting what Greg Popovich is saying, that people are going to draw some conclusions. And I think some of the conclusions are fair um, when you consider that, I think also mentioned in the in the column, that when The Ringer, a, a national website last summer, did a, a study of where NBA owners' political do- donations go, you know, the Holtz have given more than a million dollars to conservative to, to, to GOP candidates and, and PACs since 2015. And I think only four, three or four other NBA teams have given more. Whether or not you feel that way, uh the chair, the chairman of the organization peter j holt is going to be kind of swept up in that and and he has to understand that as well
0: i've kept you for too long but i really i i feel like we should we i haven't touched on have the play i know access is not what it used to be thanks to covid but have the players mentioned anything is there anything that they've said about these comments <laughs> um you know it it's kind of
1: the 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 dynamic between the coach and the front off not not the front office the ownership group I'm not sure the players have any inkling of who the holds are <laughs> uh, some of, like Patty Mills my people who've been around forever who've been around to to uh, trophy presentations might might get that but the the, the those the the owners aren't around so I, I think if the players have anything to say about any of this. It is about the sort of news of the day, about um, Dante Wright, about George Floyd, about even the election itself, the storming of the Capitol on January 6th. You know, Lonnie Walker talks about that. Uh, DeMar DeRozan, players know about what's going on in the world, maybe more than players ever have. But I don't think that they understand or, or really care to... To, to get into any kind of, uh, intrigue between ownership group and coach, especially when there's no, by all accounts, no tension there. Um, and, and we still have, I want to make clear that there's still no evidence that there's really any tension at all between Greg Popovich and, uh, any of the, any of the people who, who own shares of the Spurs. Um, it's just when, when he said that this week and he was kind of, uh, on a roll there and maybe said something that he wasn't expecting to say. It, it was just obviously going to get brought up that, that his, uh, his ownership group um, is, is, is making the donations that he was, he was criticizing.
0: Alrighty. Well, I think that's a good place to, to end it. Thanks for your time, Mike. I really appreciate it.
1: Sure. I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you having me and enjoyed being here.